Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of the rap music plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. Being concise is a special skill to have. And in today's day and age of short attention spans and an onslaught of content being thrown our way every single day, the ability to make an impact with swift precision has never been more powerful. Very few rappers in today's game successfully do more with less as consistently as Earl Sweatshirt. Earl's career started off with an insane level of hype as part of Odd Future, And Earl was anointed as this major force to be reckoned with before he even hit the legal age to do anything in his life. As his career has progressed since his return from his private school or boarding school exile when he was still a child and the Free Earl movement, Earl's music has grown more and more reclusive with each and every project. The true shift in style most notably happened though with 2015's I Don't Like Shit, I Don't Go Outside, where Earl started this transition from edgy teen to a more serious and thoughtful individual that was dealing with some genuinely dark topics. The album was all but fully self-produced and introduced the world to the gruff, wary rapping style that would further grow in its sluggishness as the past decade would progress. And although this album was quite well received by critics and fans, it wasn't until his follow-up, Some Rap Songs in 2018, where Earl's stock truly shot up to an entirely new level. One of the key reasons why Some Rap Songs was such a watershed moment for hip-hop was due to its powerfully raw and emotive lyricism that was captivatingly downtrodden. Within each mumble and slurred word from Earl, guttural heartbreak and anguish just oozed out of every line of his. The listening experience was raw, it was bare, and remarkably heartfelt. After dropping a similarly left field but uneven and less realized feat of clay in 2019, Earl seems to have turned over a new leaf personally and musically. Sick still works in typically depressive content that Earl's music has been synonymous with over the years, but there is now a clarity and acceptance that reigns supreme within the new mindset that Earl communicates on this album. No longer is he seemingly drowning in this ocean of sorrow and confusion like he was on some rap songs. Instead, he sounds more self-assured and triumphant like he successfully made it through those dark times that he's dealt with in the past and now has a more mature and positive outlook on life, which seems to be heavily influenced by his new son that has entered his life and the COVID pandemic. 
these influences manifest in the music in a way that adds weight to this rejuvenated spirit in Earl's messaging, making it feel urgent at the same time. It's almost as if having some level of hope in the face of a worldwide pandemic with a son now by his side that he's responsible with, you know, guiding through the world is not just a potentially healthier way to live, but a necessity for him. Being a depressed curmudgeon is no longer an option. Beating himself up over past mistakes, regrets, staying stuck in cycles of sadness related to previous traumas he's dealt with can no longer continue. This isn't cheap, vapid, I love my wife positivity from a chance to rapper. It's far from it. Instead, there's a dynamic that makes this optimism from Earl on sick feel authentic and earned where the listener can easily feel the depth behind this hope and know it's derived from real life experiences. And I think we all as listeners can really learn something from this progression in Earl's life that he's put on full display in his music. The way Earl communicates all of this is with his trademark brand of succinct poetry that allows him to jam so much impact in each and every bar. It's this dense style of writing that has always made Earl's music have such high replay value and Sick is absolutely no exception. Another very important aspect of this album is that it truly puts an exclamation point on this vitally important work of bridge building that Earl has been doing over these past four or five years. As an artist who first blew up as a rambunctious teen mainstream act, Earl has slowly but surely found his true place in hip-hop, which seems to be in this specific niche that draws from the burgeoning underground wave of left-field hip-hop in New York, which is then combined with the mainstream cachet that Earl still possesses from his electric Odd Future days. Six cements this role that Earl plays in hip-hop by enlisting the incredible duo of Arm & Hammer for a terrific feature on Tabula Rasa, bringing in Detroit Enigma Z-Loopers to absolutely obliterate his feature on Vision with this impeccably catchy performance. Also, he works with frequent collaborator and seemingly best friend Alchemist to contribute a few beats, as well as giving opportunities to lesser-known producers like The Ravada, Rob Chambers, and particularly Black Noise, who has the most placements on this album. There's even a direct shout-out to the one-of-a-kind talent of Akai Solo that Earl recognizes on the final song, which all goes to show why these talented underground artists deserve more eyes and ears on their respective work. The sound of Sick represents all of the music that Earl has directly created himself or co-signed and contributed to behind the scenes prior to this album. Not only is Sick celebratory in nature from Earl's lyrical perspective as a person, but Sick in a way is a celebration of the current state of underground hip-hop, showing just how ripe the harvest is nowadays for the listeners who are truly in tune. Now, if we get more in-depth into the production of this album specifically, Unlike the abstract and glitchy warped chops that were littered throughout the groundbreaking some rap songs, the sound of Sick is significantly more accessible, rough, and grimy. And rough in a way that isn't actually really rough. It's almost a kind of a misnomer 
of a word use that I just gave you there. It's it's rough, but still at the same time very polished. It's interesting. The sound of sick is mechanical, boomier, with significantly more hi-hat and bass presence than you would have ever really expected from a previous Earl album, which certainly translates to some of the flows Earl uses, adopting a much more catchy and infectious energy that feels a bit more aligned to more mainstream forms of hip-hop, like on tracks like Lobby and Vision that hit really hard and honestly work really well within this track list. This sense of added clarity on Sick is aided by the masterful mixing by none other than Young Guru, longtime collaborator with Jay-Z, and it's notable because there's this beautiful mix of grit and warmth found in the details of these instrumentals. And it's interesting to see that Earl, a tremendously gifted producer in his own right, foregoed using much of his own beats for this album, which is in direct contrast with his much more self-produced previous projects. Without much of Earl's fingerprints on the album's production, I do think albums like Some Rap Songs and I Don't Like Shit are just more my cup of tea production-wise because I really do like Earl's production style. But that being said, the outside production did yield welcomed levels of musical variety that I was pleasantly surprised with to get on an Earl album, especially one that is this short, and I think it's something that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise had he not reached out to others to supply the musical soundscape for this record. And there were some great production highlights throughout this album, and as I look back on my favorite musical moments, this impressive diversity of sound just becomes more and more clear. I love the delicate soul of Tabula Rasa, the inviting warm guitar sample on that emotional closer fire in the hole, and the gritty boom of Lobby and Lie. It's really remarkable how all of these different sounds really can coexist so, so cleanly, so succinctly within such a tight track listing. So in an effort to really sum up what the impression was that Sick left on me, I just keep going back to that idea of being concise, doing more with less. In just 24 minutes, Sick jam packs so many different strains of dope, whether it be in the flows, lyrical content, features, or styles of production. It's all nicely varied and above all sounds freaking good. This was a quality record from Earl that firmly positions him now as one of the key and most important figures in hip-hop today. So there we have it, another episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some new perspectives and insights into what the greatest art form known to man in hip-hop music has to offer. If you want to support the show in the most meaningful way possible, it would be my absolute honor to have you as a patron in the new Rap Music Plug podcast Patreon. Through this Patreon, you will be getting exclusive content such as bonus episodes, exclusive album recommendations, exclusive playlists, early access to episodes, and more. And above all though, you will be able to support the show directly in a way that will not only justify the crazy amount of time I spend on this show already, 
but allow me to cover some of the expenses related to supporting all of these great artists that we cover on the show through the website and will allow us to sustain and build on this amazing growth that the RMPP has experienced recently. Big shout out to Dano of Free Music Empire, Levy, Mahima, Jeff, Fatman Tomb, and Khalid for your generous support through the Patreon. I really appreciate it. So if you have any questions about any of the Patreon stuff or just want to keep tabs on the show, interact with me on rap music and all the great stuff that we can talk about, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at rapmusicplugpod or shoot me an email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on YouTube and Spotify as well. But that's enough self-promotion for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace. Peace.